guys. Let's get started right away. 10 a.m. I want to get started today with a Q&A. I want to have the my brother's format on Tuesdays. So fire up. Good morning, Jose. Nice to see you, man. All right. Morning. Marcela, good morning. Angela, Jennifer, good morning from Orlando. Maria, I see also her. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Alberto Finol, I know him for a long, long time ever. Good morning. Lorena, Lorena, I saw you jumping today. Leo, please do not uh, get mad at me. <laughs> All right. Good morning, guys. All right. This is, uh, we're going to invest today 45 minutes. Q&A, fire up. Questions for me. What challenges do you have right now? And Jose, I know you always have questions, very interesting questions. So I'm ready for you guys. Fire up. I don't have an agenda today. I wanted to do it freestyle like my brother does on Tuesdays. And uh, why not? Maybe this be uh, the way I... Uh... So uh, I'll start it off. Uh, um, so I, I, knew, I knew you were ready. Yeah, I, I, have, I already <laughs> have a number of questions that. for you for today for our coaching. Um, <laughs> So I heard that there is this coach and what he what he talks about is not a coach. It was a YouTube video that I saw. Okay. But what he does is that he uses slide broadcast to send out mass voicemails to the area that he wants to farm. And he he says something along the lines of I had X amount of buyers for this listing. And obviously only one person can buy that listing. How, would you entertain a one day listing in order for those buyers to see if they would be willing to to pay it i wanted to get your opinion on what do you think about a one-day listing yeah i i don't very good question uh do we have a coaching session today you and i yeah cool all right so 4 30 I, I so I, I see a little bit and my that that's my perception all right yeah. uh i see a, a little bit of a, of a lie right there i have this number of buyers uh I don't like to make those claims unless I do have them, right? Okay. When I say we are, you know, the number one producing team, when we say we are the largest team, yeah, no, no. because I know when we, I have the numbers to uh, to show it, right? And and I don't only have the numbers to show it, I show it. And many of you sometimes tell me, no, you don't have to show me. No, no, that's the, the easiest way to sell something, an idea, communicate something is to show it. So uh, it's, it's a very difficult statement so. to prove unless you have those many buyers even if you have those many buyers now let's go into the second part which is one day listing uh in, in one day there's there's very little you can do i i like to have the 30 day listing okay. you can lower it and and that 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 uh, that idea can even go lower to 15 days right why not in 15 days in a market like this one which is still hot you might get somebody. So here we go. One of the uh, the interesting offers we give sellers in order to get their listings is to reduce right, the exclusivity of the listing from six months to 30 days. Got it? So Mr. Seller, I completely understand you don't want to commit for six months right, to sell the property with me. And I don't have an issue with that. So if I reduce the number of days we're going to commit to each other, that means that you would approve the property or you would give me the property to sell on your behalf. Is that right? If the seller says yes, all right, perfect. So let's start with 30 days. And after 30 days, you and I are going to sit down again and have a conversation to see if this 
business relationship is worth pursuing or not. Does that make sense, Mr. Seller? So 30 days, 30 days. And we're going to communicate at least four times, Mr. Seller, for the next 30 days. Even if nothing is happening in the market, we need to communicate on a weekly basis, number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest, lowest for sale, and days on the market. That's my job with you. During the next four weeks, I'm going to do eight open houses, and I'm going to advertise your property in realtors.com and all, you know, all the platform, online platforms you have. That's it. So let's work for 30 days, and we'll take it from there. Does that make sense, Jose? Now, if the client says, well, 30 days is, is too much, all right, so, so if we cut it in half, will you be ready to sell your home with me? Yeah, all right, perfect. Let's do it for two weeks then. Two weeks is better than nothing. One day is just, just by the time you put it in the MLS, by the time other agents see it, it's just too little. 15 days might sound like a better idea than not getting anything. Ideally, 30. And after 30 days, if you show your worth, to your client, usually they extend it every 30 days. And sometimes you get a six-month listing. Good question. Good, good question. All right, perfect. Suarez. Hello. Good morning. Hello. How can I help you? I'm sorry. I think you have you have a lot of noise. If you can write down your your question, I'll be more than... Can you hear me better now? Yeah, I can hear better. I'm very new to this industry and um, I'm practicing my conversations and I, I'm having this uh, ob objection. Uh, my focus is mm, first time homeowners, local uh, buyers. And they giving me this uh, objection of, okay, uh, what if we buy a house of let's say $500,000 and then the, the house go down and we, you know, keep a, a, a mortgage higher, you know, than the value of the home. How can okay. you address Perfect. So let's go into that objection right now. So the first and foremost is you want to work with the convince, not with the one that you have to convince. If I'm trying to convince you to buy a house, you are not the right client for me end of the conversation. I need to look for, for the people that are looking to buy, not for the people that I need to convince to buy, to buy. Got it? In every single market, and we're still in a hot market, but in every single market, there are always people looking to buy. So my suggestion to you is to focus on those people in, instead of trying to convince. The probability of you convincing somebody to buy is extremely low. Now, I can always argue with you right? That buying a property might be lower payment than renting a property. So people, some people say, well, you know, 8%, interest is extremely high. Well, rentals is 100% interest. Now, I can also argue with you that properties in South Florida, all right? So asking you, all right, so tell me what makes you believe, Soares, that the properties are going to go down. I'm curious, where do you get that information from? Because what, what the information that I have, uh, it's, it's completely opposite to what you're saying. So I would like, I would like to, to know, you know, to, to understand your thoughts on why do you think the properties are going to go down in price? 
Okay, so they're saying that um, like the way that everything is going up is unsustainable. And at some point they have, they're gonna have to come down. Like people is not gonna, they, people are not gonna be able to afford it. Okay, no, but do, so do different things. So we are right here, right? So you are saying that things in the future are not gonna go up, is that right? Is that what you're saying? That it's unsustainable, the growth, right? Yes or no? Yeah. Um, no, you're breaking up. No, you're breaking up. All the properties. Okay. Can you hear me better? Yes. Okay. So basically, what I'm saying is, like, at some point, definitely, since people are not able to afford home, afford rent, at some point, stop, everything is gonna go go down. So if they buy a property now, they're gonna end up owing more than the value of the home in the future. Perfect. Okay, so let's go into that because I, I can barely hear you. It's difficult, it's difficult to understand that. Now, again, we're going to work with the... I, in my case, I don't like to entertain those conversations at all. Right? It's like people, when you when you pass by the Apple store, they are not trying to bring you in. You're going to buy an iPhone. Let's go. What, what? Listen, you want to buy an iPhone? Come here and I'll teach you which one is the best one. All right, you're wasting a lot of your time trying to convince people. Now, I'm going to give you my opinion, which is anybody's opinion. Okay, it's, it's just some people have one opinion and some people have another one. In my personal experience and opinion, I don't see a decline in the South Florida market, depending on where you are. And you know, I don't know exactly where you are, so are, so it depends. If you're in South Florida, here's what's happening, and this has not happened in a long time in our economy. All right where there is a decrease of economic activity, but interest rates are going up. So this is what's happening, right? In order for properties, and this is now general knowledge, I'm asking you for your own sake to not try to convince anybody. It's too much time and it's not fun. Got it? So say bye-bye to that client. Client, do not entertain it. But here's what's happening in reality in the economy to answer to you in general terms and you have, you have an understanding of the, uh, of the market. This is what's happening, guys. Interest rates are going up, right? Meaning fewer buyers are entering the market, right? The higher the interest rate, the fewer people want to buy. But here's also what happens. In order for prices to go down, there has to be more supply or less supply. In order to prices, in order for prices to go down, supply has to get what? Go up or go down? Go up. Go up. Thank you, guys. But since oh. interest rates are so high, this is what's happening. Do you see an increase in number of properties for sale in the market? At least in South Florida, where I am. Do you see it? There is no increase. Thank you, guys. There is no increase. Now, they're taking a little bit longer because there are fewer buyers, right? But there are not a lot of properties for sale. In order for prices to go down, there has to be more supply. Uh, there is a there, that's a, a a basic economic law. The higher the supply, the lower the prices. One more time, the higher the, the higher the supply, the more products in the market, the lower the prices. If there's scarcity of products in the market, what happened to prices? If there are only few cars, which happened last year, exactly. Thank you very much, Miguelina. If there are few homes, what happened to homes? They go up. Got it. So we don't see an excess of homes in the market. 
when there is not an excess of homes in the markets, what happens to prices? They stay stable, they go a little bit up, or they might be a little bit down. But the, the bubble, the prices to come down, like that person told you, prices are going to come down. So explain to me how prices are going to come down if there is not an oversupply. And this is the main reason why there is not an oversupply. The same reason buyers are not buying. Or people are not buying. If, not, if they're not buying, they're not buyers. People, they're not buying because interest rates. So the reason we don't see an oversupply in our market is that sell potential owners, owners of properties are not selling their property. They say, why would I want to sell? And that's what I said last week in El Cafecito with Fabrice. I don't know if Fabrice is here, right? So a year ago, a year ago, interest rates were, and I'm going to tell you, please write this down, write this down. I'm here, Armando. Oh, <laughs> that, that's an, I'm sorry, guys, for the word, but that's a stupid question. Asking if Fabrice is going to be here. Of course, he's going to be here. All right. So let's see. Always here. Even in the motorcycle, you see Fabrice here. So let's see. I'm going to look for Fabrice because this is the exercise we did in our one on one session. Thank you, Fabrice. Uh, and I think you also have the numbers, but I have, okay, here yes, we go. I have the number you. Very good. So Fabrice did an exercise. And I'm going to go through that. I'm going to do four columns. First column is the date. Next to it, the payment. Second column is payment. Third column is the interest rate. And thank you, Fabrice, for that exercise. And the fourth column is what? The loan amount, right? Yes. right. First column, Fabrice, this is, is the date. Yes. Second column is the payment. Third column is, is interest rate, and fourth column is loan amount. So this I is what is very visual. Very visual, right? Very, very cool. All right. Very simple. So in the in the in the date column, in the first column, you're gonna write December 21. December 21. And next to it, in the second column, payment column is thank you, Fabrice. Fabrice is putting it putting it there. It's 2100 2100 that's the payment 2100 2100 in the third column is the interest rate on 20 in december 2021 which is three percent now and fabrice and i were we're talking about that and he already did the numbers when we had the session which is in december 21 all right the interest that the, the interest rate was what how much three percent three percent and if you had a, but, a, 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 a payment in your budget of $2,100, you could get a $500,000 loan, mortgage loan. Right. Got it? Yeah. Now, October, so the, the only thing we can change for most people is what? It's not the interest rate, right? It's not the loan amount. It's the, it's, it's, it's the, the payment. For, for most of us, right, every year, it's, it's pretty much the same, like five years from now, but the, the client has a $2,500 budget, right? Listen, this is what, what I can afford, $2,500. Depending on the, in, if the interest rate goes up, what I can afford with my $2,100 is less in terms of mortgage, right? If the interest rate goes down, I can get a much more, more, more expensive property. Does that make sense? Perfect. So October, 2022, and those numbers, Fabrice, this, and, and I, you know, I uh, did them with him again, all right? Interest rate went up to 6.92. So October 22, 
first column, second line, payment, $2,100. Payment is never going to change. That's why you can, in, in a year, that's you, you can change that. That's your budget, right? But interest rates went to 7 6.92. Right? Thank you, Fabrice. So for the same amount of money that you can afford to pay monthly $2,100, now you can only afford, instead of half a million dollar loan, you can only get a 320 loan, $320,000 loan. Can you imagine that? Now, <laughs> look at Marcela, look at Maria going, oh my God, I can't believe that. That, that hurts, right? <laughs> okay, so SOAR is for the people. They're saying, oh, prices are going to come down. This, this exercise is going to explain exactly why prices, right, are not going to burst. It's not a bubble, right? They might adjust a little bit. They, they should adjust a little bit because the increase has been tr tremendously tremendous, but it's going to cost you more to wait because of interest rates going up than that than the price reduction. But again, you don't want to get into that detail because if somebody's telling you that, even if you tell them this property, it's $1, $1. Yeah, but it might go to 50 cents. I'm not going to get it. So don't do it. All right? So now- If you know at least you know, how it works, how can, can we explain it? Don't, don't, because you're wasting your time. Just don't, right? So basically, six months from now, let's assume, let's assume interest rates are going to go up to 8%, 7.95, just one more, more point. By the way, this is, a, this is not an extremely safe assumption. It's almost guaranteed. They are telling you, the Federal Reserve, the chairman, Powell, is telling you, we're going to keep increasing interest rates. It's not only the economist, TV, no. The chairman of the Federal Reserve is telling you interest rates are going to keep going up. And they've been telling you that since February. And interest rates have been coming up. It is not a secret. All right? It is not a forecast. It is a reality. So let's assume 8%, 7.95. Now, with those tw same $2,500, what you could get, loan amount, half a million dollars back in December of last year, you can now only get a loan amount of $290,000. So prices coming down, going to that question. No, the prices are going to come down. This is what happened. So there is a place in, in Miami Beach that Fabrice wants, you know, what kind of helping me one day. And it's because there is a, a property in a, a building in Miami Beach that I like because it has a tennis court, it's on the water, and has a nice view, especially the tennis court, because I like tennis. So we were talking, it's called Akoya, right? Oh, yeah, yes. Right, so Akoya. And I was like, Faris, if you know anything there, and so see, here's what happened. If I live in a half a million dollar property or half a million dollar loan property in Akoya, right? I said, well, I made very good money during the last two years. My property went up so much. I only have half a million dollar uh, mortgage loan. So let me sell the property and move to another apartment right here in Akoya. Well, what am I going to get? I'm going to get not a half a million dollar worth of property in the same building. I'm going to have to move for that same amount of money to a property that is worth $290,000 in mortgage. So I'm not moving. That's why we don't see 
an excess of properties for sale in the market because sellers say, where am I going to go? My interest rate is three and a half, four percent. If I move to another property, even if I cash out and I'm making good money, um, my interest rate is going to be so high that even the money that I made is not going to be enough to allow me to move to a property, right? That is similar to this one. So they don't move. Correct. Mm -hmm. And the only way, thank you for Bruce for that exercise. And the only way prices go down is for an oversupply. And we don't see an oversupply yet. And the likelihood of an over, oversupply, all right, it's low unless, unless we see unemployment go up. Because now it's not about interest rate. Now, if unemployment starts to go up, six, seven, eight percent, then a lot of people won't have choices and they will have to let their property go. But unemployment remains at a very, very low rate, 3.7 percent. I just gave you the economic explanation, financial explanation of why we're not going to go into a bubble, right? That is math. It's simple. Black and white. Simple. Now, we don't want to go through the whole explanation with some people because I'd rather spend 45 minutes looking for the people that want to buy and sell instead of trying to convince somebody for 45 minutes to buy or sell. It's never, ever worth it. Financially, but more important, emotionally. The last thing I want to do in my life is try to convince somebody. It's boring. It's depressing. It, 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 I mean, it, it drags, it, it takes all the energy from you. All right? Perfect. Co Thomas, any comment? Yes, Orlando. How are you? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I was thinking, I was uh, looking at all this, and uh, I was thinking back in time because I've been in the business so long. And anybody who bought a house in 18, 1980, 85, 90, 95, anybody, you ask them today, and they made money, and it's gone up. And I wanted to prove a point, so I want to bring something to the room, which is factual. If you can, everybody write this down, go to a website called FRED, which is the U.S. Federal Housing Agency. And look, please, at the old transaction house price index for Miami-Dade Beach, Kendall. And uh, you will see in the last 10 years, 20 years, the price of housing has never, ever come down. Never, ever. We may have an adjustment, Orlando, but we never go back to the old price. Why? Simple. Number one, supply, like you were saying. We don't have enough housing supply. We don't have enough land to build on. So the remaining land that there is, it's always more expensive. And as long as we have growth and population growth and employment growth, it just keeps going. There is no, there's no limit. And uh, if you don't believe it, just look at the chart. The people who didn't buy in uh, 2005, they wish they buy now because the prices were different. We never go back. We may adjust, but we never go back. So if your buyer is saying, I don't want to buy because the pricing may come down, my next question is, how long do you plan to live there? But if you're planning to live there more than five years, 
I show them the chart. Yeah. End of conversation. You Your Thank property you will be worth more money. You're not, statistically, you cannot beat the market. Now, also, the fact that we have a supply issue with the pandemic makes the cost of construction go up, meaning the new construction is more expensive, meaning the old construction is worth more money also. So it is very unlikely that Mr. Buyer, the prices will come down. I don't have a crystal ball, but based on the factual information historically and what's happening now, I don't see it happening. Go ahead, Orlando. Thank you, Thomas. I want you to imagine before I go to head me and then Marcela, I, I want you to imagine having 300 super, super qualified, enthusiastic and ready to buy clients. How much time would we entertain the idea of explaining that to the client? Not much. So that the and, and thank you, Soraris, for 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 bringing that that objection. Thank you very much because it's so common, right? And especially in this transitioning market, it's so 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 common. And and my message to you is to focus on generating more leads so you can find the people that are actually interested. Because if you have even 10, 10 people that say, I need to buy now. And there are people buying, you know, I'm just got married. I just divorced or my clients are going to college, right? Got married, need something bigger, right? I got divorced, you know, we have to sell. Or my kids went to college, I don't need a, big, a house that big, right? I'm moving to another state, right? Or out of the country. In a conversation we had previously, uh, we had Gustavo and Rosaura. They have an agent that is moving to uh, uh, to Madrid. They have to sell most, most of the time, right? So there are people that need to sell, right? That's simple. So uh, to buy. So there are people that you want to find that that if you find it will be much it will be much much easier to work with all right perfect so head me and then marcela go ahead and hi how are you thank you Orlando again good morning okay good morning um i have a couple of clients talking about the interest saying that we're gonna go up eight yeah. percent and then it's gonna go down so in that case i don't even know what to say today i don't even want to give a like wrong answer because I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, here, here's the thing. One more time on, on Soraris, right? Uh, on focusing on forecast, nobody knows. Listen, if any of us knew, not everyone, any of us, anybody in the world knew what's going to happen to interest rate, that person would be a, a gazillionaire. The person who figured out in 2008 who bet against mortgages, right? I, I forgot his name. He's all over the news now because everybody's asking him what's going to happen with with interest rates, right? He figured that out and he made like a like two point one billion dollars. Everybody was going mortgage, 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 and he bet against the mortgages. And when those mortgages went value, he made a two point one billion dollars. So, to me, the most important thing as as, as uh, training you as real estate agents is not to focus so much on interest rates because it's a lost battle. You are not going to convince your clients of the economy in terms of interest rates because you will have your opinion 
And it's very unlikely you had me or me or anybody else, it's going to help them change that opinion, right? So to me, the most important thing is going back to their motivation. What is it exactly the reason you wanted to buy in the first place? And remind them of the reason they want to. People take action for an emotion and think for the information. Correct. Got it? So yeah. I can give you all the information in the world. It won't make you take action. It will make you think, digest that information. So let me tell me again, or Mr. Byer, tell me again, what is the reason, the real reason you wanted to buy this property? What is an investment property? So what's the, the return you're looking on that property? 7%. Perfect. So if I find you a property with a 7% return, which is exactly what you're looking for, which is more than what the bank is paying you, will you entertain the idea of buying the property? That's the reason you came to me, right? And that's the reason we're having the conversation. Yes. So regardless of what happens in the future to interest rates going up or down, you're getting your 7%. Now, me saying the interest rates are going to go up, well, the, the, the chairman of the Federal Reserve is saying it. We know they're going to go up. Now, whether they're going to go down or not is anybody's guess. Not even the Federal Reserve chairman knows. No, nobody knows. It depends on what's going to happen on the economy. So what is it that you want? And I go back to the motivation. And again, I want to work with motivated people instead of trying to convince them. Got it. That one I, hear, I haven't heard in a while. They're going to go down. We, I mean, that... Orlando. We don't even know how much you're going to go up. And now we're we already talking about going down. Find the next client. Find the next client. Next. Got it? Orlando, Orlando, if I may, if it, if it goes down, I mean, the answer is easy. You'll refinance. Easy. Bravo. Easy. End of, end of conversation. Exactly. What's Very the big good. deal about that? That's not a problem. You'll refinance. That simple. Very good. I love that answer, Thomas. Very simple. If... We know they're going to go down. Is that right, Mr. Se Mr. Buyer? Yes or no? We know that, right? Hopefully. Hopefully, they'll come down. We don't know yet. But if they do, we refinance. Refinance. What? That's it. We refinance. Very good. Marcela. Uh, Felipe, you. You, had a, you had a comment, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Marcela's question. Felipe, you had a comment? Yes, I had a comment. Uh, so, Aris mentioned... Uh, they her client her target market are first time buyers uh, and i completely agree with all what you say however um i can add if she wants to learn about objections uh it's kind of educating the client it will take you forever but uh you shouldn't go that route but what i explain uh other clients is that a uh, real estate in the long run is a best strategy <clears throat> especially for first time buyers because you have many advantages that you can leverage with a very low uh, down payment. Also, you have a lot of benefits by capping the, uh, the, the property taxes. Also, you can deduct the interest, depreciation. So if you do the entire math, it's very advantageous. Also, you keep in mind that every two years, you become, again, a first-time buyer. So imagine you waiting for the perfect timing of the market, which would never happen to all the stars to align. But you keep in mind that, let's say in two years, we, we are in a crisis and then you don't have a job. Then you don't qualify. Even the market is the perfect market. You don't qualify to buy a house. And then you're stuck with renting or, or going all back on your wheels. So 
There are many objections to work out, but if that buyer is not ready, he will come with a thousand objections again. Yeah. So where, uh, Felipe, Felipe is one of the top, top agents. Felipe, how, what's your GCI so far this year? Uh, the, in uh, sales, the, what, six, six, uh, 38. $638,000. So Felipe is a very, maybe some of you don't know him very well. He's very quiet, but he's always very analytical and he gives very good information. And he's an amazing, amazing producer. Okay, $138,000 in GCI, in gross commission. Thank you. So, Thank so you. That, that's, it's the truth. So but to me, business is all about speed. Right? Uh, and that's why you see, I don't have conversations for more than seven, eight minutes. Right? If you don't get it, I'm sorry. I need to talk to other people. I look at Leo. Look at Leo. Leo's gonna gonna get mad at me. All right. It's it's speed, man. I said it's not my fault that you are not, you know, that you haven't studied the market and you don't understand the supply and demand and the interest rate and the benefit, the tax benefits, right? That you can buy a property as a new buyer two years. It's just not, and it's not my job to try to convince you. Now, if you're open, but you have some doubts, and yes, you want to buy, but yeah, great. I'll spend all the time with you. To me, the most important thing, one more time, is speed. I want you to invest that time instead of learning so much, so many details about the advantages, is learning how fast you can generate a lot of leads and have 70, 100, 120, 150 sales conversations per week, super fast. So you can eliminate all those people that are thinking about it right? Either you are an expectator or you're playing in the field. If not, please do me a favor. Step aside. Got it? It's your business. It is your business. When you go to a restaurant, you don't sit down a wall. I don't know. I don't know if I want to eat. Let me see. Give me a few more minutes. If not, if not listen, you're ready to to eat, right? And, and there's a certain time for you to order the entry, for you to eat, and for you to pay the bill. Got it? Business needs speed. We can just be here just thinking about it. And it's the same thing with your clients. You want to give them the best that you have, but in a certain period of time. So please do yourself a favor. Generate enough leads so you give them the time they deserve with all your heart. But after that moment, you got to move on. More important than the time is because I want to protect your right here, your mind. Because then you start doubting. And the more time you try to convince somebody else, the more time it's going to take you to pick up the phone and talk to the next client the more doubt you're going to have with the next client. So it's not only the time you waste trying to convince this particular client, it's how this conversation is going to affect you in the next conversation. It's years working with you guys. So the reason I'm, I'm telling you this, it's not about time or money. Yes, yeah, important, the time and the money. But I need you at your max capacity right here. I need you inspired. I need you motivated. I need you disciplined. I need you committed every single day. But if we spend 30, 40 minutes trying to convince somebody, it will drag you down, guys. 
it will take you down immediately. And it's difficult to recover from that one. Once you have two 20-minute conversation trying to convince people, you are done for the day. You're so afraid of talking to anybody else. You're done. You're done. Got it? All right, perfect. So let's go into the next one right here. Leo. And then Ileana, Leo. When I am afraid to speak English, but anyway, uh, I have a client who's, well, I hope it's going to be a client because he's, he told me, well, you have been so easy for me. You finally to open an account, to find the loan, to find the property, to the management. So I don't believe you. I said, okay. well, I get you into the Elster, the, the management guy. So he said that he came to Miami, he couldn't open an account, and now he I gonna I have all the, the shows for him. So what should I say? Well, this is my work. I work with international uh, clients. So my work is to 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 find everything to be your life easier. So what else I can do? Nothing? Let it go again. Because I, I, I he did. said that I have to think about it because it's so easy for to work with you is so easy, so I don't believe you. And okay, so what, what do I need? So this is the answer. What do you need? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to demonstrate to you in order for to believe me? Yeah, because it was in it was in the last conversation where he, he already chose a unit and it was the, the loan, the bank, the answer, the management. So I, I what else can I do? So okay. Well, again, but this is the question. And I have to okay. call him today. What is so it that you need? You, what, is, what, what, what can I tell you? Because I know he has the money. I, I already told you that this is what you're gonna tell him. What is it exactly that you need in order to believe in the process? Okay. Huh? What is it? What is it exactly that you need? What proof do you need in order to believe in the process? That's it. And then you show him that. Because yes, you've done yes. that, you're an experienced, and you've done that a lot of time, and you're working with the answer, which is a very well-known development. You're working with the bank, and that's it. Yeah, people from uh, foreigners might not, they don't understand the process. So what is it that I need to show you, right, in order to believe it? That's it. That's simple. Ileana, hey. go ahead. Hi, Ileana from Pennsylvania. I just got um, I just got my um, passwords and stuff to start with uh, the C5, the group and the Montero okay. organization. Very good. I am a $100,000 agent. Okay. I don't want to be that anymore. Okay. So I got an assistant for the first okay. time ever, which I, my question is, what am I going to tell her to do? Aha. Uh -huh. And I just want to fly and do everything you guys said, but I don't know what okay. to do. Okay. First, let's start with the assistant. Write the, the following four columns, okay. right? And that's very common. We get an assistant and then we blame it on the assistant because this is what we do with the assistant. We throw them everything we don't want to do. And then we get mad because they don't do it. That's very common. That's that's not you, Ileana. That, that, it hasn't happened to you though, So, but it might happen in the future. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to, in a piece of paper, four columns, right? First column. You're going to write down everything, everything that you do starting today, Monday, until next Monday. Absolutely everything. Calls, emails, WhatsApps, text messages, contracts, showings, 
MLS research, CMA, absolutely everything. Column number two, all right? Once you have all those activities in that first column, you're gonna reorganize the same activities in the second column in order of priority, right? Now you have the priorities, the same activities, right? But they are reorganized in order of priority. Column number three, you are going to take in order of priority, the activities you're going to delegate to your assistant. All right. Column number four is the same activities, all right? But reviewed with your assistant. But there might be some things that your assistant is not capable of doing, all right? But she has to find out exactly how to get it done. done. Got it? So you're gonna sit down with your assistant. This is everything that I do. This is the priority of all my, my things. These are the things that I'll be doing, but these are the things that you will be doing. Any of those things that you are not comfortable with. And if there is any, right, you highlight them in that fourth column. Okay. You and might then... have to outsource that. And now you know exactly, she knows exactly what to do and in order of priority. Okay. Now there's no excuse of, well, I was doing social media. Yeah, but the most important thing is to get me a CMA. And remember the CMA is on top of social media. So you should have done the social media first. That's the way we start managing our team. Got it? Everybody has assigned a number of activities with a very clear priority list. Good question. Very important we do that. All right. Thank you. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. So let's go. I'm going to go through right here. I'm going to go through the questions right here. Uh, let's see any questions right here. Rosemary says next, my favorite word next. All right. Yeah. It's a very, very important word in our business. Let's see any question right here. Oh, there you go. Juan, thank you very much. John Paulson, the hedge fund uh, manager who famously made over $4 billion betting against the U.S. housing market in 2008. That's the name. Okay. Uh, Fred, thank you very much. Fred, F-R-E-D, economic research for the Federal Reserve. Thank you very much, uh, Thomas, for that. Uh, very good. That was the question you guys made. Uh, all right. So I'm going to go to the next question right here. Anna, good morning. Hi, good morning, Orlando. Good morning. Okay. I know that every um, a lot of objections we need to pass through another client. That's fine. But sometimes we have a client is a friend or a family, and it's a little different. Um, a little um, bit easier. <laughs> maybe it's not easier, you know? Yeah, because, because you can sell them to help faster and easier because you can sell a client to hell, but you can send a friend or a family member to hell easy. Well, Don't bother me anymore. Go away. He called me. 
and he told me, I need an office. Uh, uh, okay, great. You need an office. Okay. I told, I asked all the questions that I need to know to find the, the best option for him. Okay. What is the price? Two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred two million dollars. Okay, great, wonderful. I'm start to looking for, and when uh, I call him, send all the information that he needs to know, and he told me, "Hey, hold, slow down, slow down. Uh, I'm have a problem. I I can take any decision right now. I call when I I'm ready." Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. And I decide to talk to the, um, uh, the persons who worked with um, um, commercial properties mm -hmm. to, find, to send information before in general, you know? How do you feel? How do you, what do you think about that? Because yeah. the guy never called me again. And I tried to talk to him and, you know, he never answered. What about if you are? What about if you had twenty five more clients? Yeah, of course. I'm asking you because the client, the client is a Let family. It go. Let it go. Oh. Let it go. Let it, even easier, it's, it's, your, it's a family member, so you will see him soon. Especially if you try to contact him again and he never answer. Next, next. I, I, one more time. To me, the most important thing, and I said it many times in these conversations. I in conversation, I want you to be in a position when. It, it doesn't really matter if the client is thinking different. It doesn't really matter what the client is thinking. The only thing that matters if it's they are ready to buy or sell a property. Okay. That's the only thing that matters. I'm not here to try to convince or to, no, it's just not. If you had already 25, 25 more clients, I'm not gonna tell you the name, all right? But it's one of the top three teams in the country. They are based in South Florida. This is their listing presentation. Some of you might know the team, all right? They go to the listing presentation and this is all they do, right? This is what we've done. This is what we, this is the properties we've sold. You're ready, but to, are you ready to list with us? Yes or no? No, all right, time for me to go. Thank you Bye -bye. very much. Have a good day. Because wow. they have so many leads. They have so, so, so many leads. Is, is there yes or no? And if, if it is no, respectfully, you understand and you leave. All right? No. Uh, it, one more time. Uh, hopefully, this hour, and it's very repetitive, but it's key in, in any business. And we said that in, at the retreat, right? The key to business is speed. Yes, I you're right, Orlando. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Fabrice, what do you say? You are right, because um, I saw when you try to convince somebody, you, you waste your time. You waste your time. Next, take another one. And you will see the other one is, should be better. It's not better next. And if you if you did five cell conversation daily, it's, you have a result. Because if you waste your time with white guys, because this happened to me at the beginning, I remember. But if you waste your time with one guy, you never do your cell conversation daily. And if you don't do your cell conversation daily, you don't do your 30 conversation that's and um, the week. And the result, you don't have it. So you must go to the next and quickly and fast. Go, go ahead, go ahead. And that's it. This is my opinion. No, no, Thank nice. you so much. And it's, 
you know, and it's not the opinion, it's the reality. Thank you, Fabrice, for that. Today's session, we should call it speed. And the second word is next, next. Again, and I'm more concerned about your mental approach than your money. I'm not talking about money. No, no, go, go ahead and, and talk to somebody else so you can make more money. Yeah, it's, the money is important, all right? But if you're stuck right here and say, oh my God, I had this 45 minute conversation and I tried and it was a family memory. It's, just, it's, going, to, it's, it's going to be difficult to recover from that conversation. I'm trying to protect your mind. So you can, like Fabrice said, it's next, 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 next. Until you get to the person, hey, listen, this is what I want to do. Of course, it's not simple. You know, I have only this down payment. Uh, well, the interest rate is a little bit high. Can we shop around a little bit? I don't like this property. I would like to see an oil. Yeah, that, that's normal, right? That is part of the sales process. It's not, are you buying? Yes or no? If not, leave. No, no, no. That, that's not my message. My message you want to buy, yes, we haven't found the property. I got to do a better uh, uh, job of pre-qualifying you or doing the research and understanding exactly what you want. Let's continue. When you want to sell your property? I want to do, a, I have to do a better job at leasing the property, describe description of the property, doing the open houses, marketing the property. That's my job, right? As long as I have a client that is that, is, that really, really wants to buy or sell, then the job is on me. Okay. All right, exactly. perfect. So, Thank Scarlett, you. go ahead. Good morning. You're welcome, Anna. So, the, the two pieces um, of the session today speed and next. Speed, next. Speed, next. Speed, next. Speed, next. Got it? Perfect. Scarlett. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a question because I'm doing that what you're saying. I get a lot of leads. Um, what I'm doing is calling and, oh, you know, interested or it was a mistake, buy next. So that helps me a lot because I was, everything that you said in the coaching is the answer that I get. Everything. I was laughing because I said, if I wasn't, you know, had the knowledge that that's going to happen, I was going to be like discouraged, like, oh, uh, this lead doesn't work. But it works. But my question is, now that I'm getting a lot of leads, I'm calling with people, I'm talking, people are interested. Um, when I can do like a webinar, like when is the when is a good time to do a webinar? Very question. Very good question. Love it. So you can do a webinar anytime. However, my recommendation is to do a webinar when you, when you have at least, at least 300 leads that you can invite to that webinar. Why? Because you want a webinar where at least, at least 20 to 60, and depends on the invitation, depending on the topic of the webinar, all right? You're gonna have at least 20 to 60 participants because it is very energizing, right? When you go into a webinar and you see, wow, there's at least 20, 25, 30, 40, 50, 60 people, right? It gives you a lot of energy, but it's very demotivating when you go to a, do a webinar and there's only three people. Like, oh my God, it's going through this like that, right? So. The, the simple uh, answer is when you have at least 300 people leads that have registered for your webinar. Got it? Okay. Yeah, it's good, good to know. Question. Thank Very you. Excellent. 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 So I have time for only one more question. Nora, go ahead. Hi, good morning, Orlando. Thank you very much. I appreciate Thank it. You. Okay. So um, I'm in San Antonio. 
and we don't have these uh, pre-sales uh, construction. For construction. Uh -huh. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, but I would like to have the the builders there in my in my website. By uh, actually, I'm working on my uh, website in Spanish, which I I never had. Um, so, do do I need to? Ask for approval. Do, I, do we need agreement? Do we? I mean, do you have agreements with the builders, or just have the? Yeah. the... No. As a matter of fact, ask. Well, it, okay. So, I never hear about having the approval from the builder because you're marketing their their building, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Just ask. Yeah, you're in San Antonio, so I don't know the laws there. So one thing, you're gonna feature. Write this down. Feature. Five to seven pre-construction. The pre-constructions you want to sell are there are in Texas or in other part of the country. Well, actually, I'm gonna do a few from Miami. Um, Very good. So yes. write, write, write an email to uh, to info at montillorganization.com. Info at montillorganization.com. And there are uh, there are some websites that will include the pre-constructions already on your website. Okay. So you don't have to do any of that. They already okay. have their constructions in Miami, Orlando, Tampa, et cetera. Okay. It's very cool. You don't have to do anything. You just have to pay them and it's like very inexpensive. So I'll give you a couple of, uh, my team will give you a couple of companies that uh, that do this this work. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate my that. My pleasure. All right. So 1054, I have Thanks. time for only one more question because I'm a little bit, let's see. Okay. So I'm not going to go into the next question because I, uh, we're almost done right here, okay? Now, I want to recap. Guys, for me, the most important thing is that you develop yourself. And the only way to develop yourself is through repetitions. Got it? Meaning sales conversations. Am I talking about cold calling? Absolutely not, not, right? I'm talking about generating leads, meaning people that downloaded something that opened an email that it's uh, referring to a real estate transaction, a house, a pre-construction, an investment. Got it? So understand that where we're looking, one more time, what was the key word for today? Speed, right? Speed and then next, but speed is the first one. So what I want you is to get the repetitions in, right? The repetitions, the repetitions, the repetitions. And I want you from now until the next retreat, which is January the 9th, you have at least, at least 300 more sales conversations. The person you become from today until January, right? By doing 300 sales conversations is going to be a completely different person. It's not 300 sales conversations in a year, right? It's not the same to, to run 30 miles in a year than to run 30 miles in a month. It will get you in a much better shape. Got it? So that's what I want you to do. I need you to get your reps in and, and accept that, that most agents have not seen the result. And we talk about that in El Capecito today, right? That most agents have not gotten the result yet because they don't have the repetition yet. The repetitions under their belt. Got it? They just don't have it yet. 
most, most agents, many agents in this call, we have 170 people in this call, most agents don't have the repetition yet. I understand that, listen, I'm not that good yet. It's not that you can be good. You will be good, very good. If you do 300, 300, 300, 300 in a year, you'll have more than 1,200 sales conversation. You'll be on the top 1% nationwide in terms of your ability to work with buyers and sellers. Do you understand in just a year, look at Leo, in just a year, the person you will become by speaking to 1,200 people, it goes way further than just number of transactions and money. So please do not misunderstand when I say next, or well, you know, are you gonna buy or not? It's not about buying, it's that I need to get my reps in. And by me talking to you for 45 minutes, trying to convince you, I'm wasting my time, losing time to talk to other people. I need to do my exercises. Got it? So focus and give your all in those seven, eight minutes. This is your rep. Yes, I need you to buy a property because I need the money. I get it when you're new. But keep that mentality from the money mentality to I need to give my best. I need to follow you know, the process, the five pre-qualifying questions. I need to go to the next conversation. I need to protect my mind. All right? And do it every day. In a year, you'll speak. Can you imagine? who you will be after speaking to 1,200 people? Even yes. if you're experienced, I see right here Marce Marcela. Marcela is very experienced, very good producer. But Marcela, can you imagine you after 1,200 more sales conversations, completely different agent, all of us. Imagine me after, you know, after 100 more episodes of El Cafecito. How many, how good would I, compared to who I am today? It's just a reps, guys. And that's what I want to communicate to you is that people expect this just amazing result overnight or making things, it's, it's, it's very simple, but we need to put the reps in, right? And in the process, you'll find people that want to buy, you know, very expensive homes, great. You're going to find some quarters that are like this, some quarters that are coming like this. It doesn't matter. As long as you put your reps in, you're going to always be improving. And that's the message of today. And in order to improve, to get those reps, we need speed and be comfortable with the word next. All right, guys. So it's 11 p.m. Kisses and hugs to all of you. Thank you very much for being here. Remember, for those of you who attend the Spanish uh, session tomorrow, we're going to start at, nine, at 10, like every day. And at 10.30, you can't miss that one. At 10.30, we're going to do a, a pre-construction workshop with one part. So do not miss it. You don't have to jump into any other into any other uh, session, right? It's just from that session at 10, be there at 10. And at 10, 10.30, in that same session, you don't have to go anywhere else. In that same session, we're going to go into the pre-construction workshop with one part so do not miss it guys all right i'll see you tomorrow thank you very much for being here guys